Elliot didn't even have a change of clothes. He just wore the tracksuit for days. As a big fan of both the Big Lebowski and the Royal Tenenbaums, the consistency of attire initially struck me as both very dude and very Chaz Tenenbaum. Why not move to LA, build a dream studio, and wear a tracksuit all the time? More power to you, I thought. While he appeared endearingly unconcerned with his outward appearance, his inward focus was exacting. A predisposition I observed time and again as we sat side by side before the trident. Elliot queuing up an astonishing volume of past and present unreleased work in either digital or analog form, and myself a willing sounding board for comments, questions, and critiques. There is a theory of genius which holds that there are two types of artistic geniuses. The long-suffering laborer, Paul Cezanne, Alfred Hitchcock, Mark Twain, and the blink-of-an-eye conjurer, Herman Melville, Pablo Picasso, Orson Welles. Eliot was clearly a genius. One need only listen to the spellbinding narrative and performance of either-or apex, Angelus, to confirm this assessment. But as to which category he falls in, that is something of a mystery. Interestingly, Elliot conceived of his past, unreleased material, that which he was no longer developing, as the songwriting equivalent of organ donors. Tissue that could be used at his discretion in bringing new work to life. The line, church bells and now I'm awake, and I guess it must be some kind of holiday. Vaguely Eastern-sounding chords that ultimately took shape in the form of color bars, and the image of the moon as a sickle. But three recurrences among many, and each illuminative, of a long view of process, and an implicit sense that a composition's validity is independent of time. Not that Eliot didn't contemplate time, he did, quite often in fact. He was on record about both feeling self-conscious about subjecting neighbors to the sound of him working on the same song over and over again in the city apartments of his less prosperous days, and for being possessed of the rare ability to write a song within mere minutes. In listening to the then unreleased I figured you out with him, both versions, Elliot the Laborer and Elliot the Conjurer, became uniquely apparent. Elliot was fixated on this song. He had publicly dismissed it because it had only taken him about five minutes to write. And privately, he even professed to hate it because it sounded like the fucking eagles, which was almost too perfect a thing to say in light of his uncanny Lebowski vibe. Yet he kept coming back to it. As we listened to the song, he confessed that he only ever wrote it because he wanted to say the words, I figured you out. A darkly fascinating admission for two reasons. First, 
the desire to assert the all-seeing eye and superior intelligence capable of humbling and heckling the addressee. And secondly, the fact that for all his devious proclamation-making, Elliot had not actually figured out the quite possibly part hypothetical, part autobiographical, you, in the first place. Wait, so did you figure the person out? I asked. Not really, he said, starting to show a slight smile, perhaps amused that I would dare chase the logic following his admission. That's pretty funny, I said, tilting my head and showing an unabashed smile that wished to make clear that I wanted to laugh with him and not at him. And laugh we did, much to my relief. The seal was off, the seriousness dimmed and permitted to be paired with moments of levity and self-effacement, starting with my first confession. Sometimes I feel like every song I write is trying to be Moondance by Van Morrison. I don't think that at all, Elliot responded. I think it sounds like Brian Wilson and Built a Spill. Oh, wow, thanks. I replied, stunned, trying to think of a joke to duck the compliment. I mean, I like Van Morrison, but that song does have the word fantabulous in it. Brian Wilson and the subject of genius came up surprisingly often in our conversations. Besides being a student and practitioner of processes that had led to the pinnacles of the tradition of which he was a part, Eliot was equally aware of its cautionary tales. A publication of note had cast the more than two years following figure eight, in which a sixth album had been rumored but not appeared as his Brian Wilson phase. The subtext was that like the Beach Boys' gentle genius in the late 1960s and 1970s, following the commercial and critical success of Pet Sounds, Elliot was unwell. Suffering from addiction and mental illness and creatively lost at sea. The insinuation, which had gained traction following a disturbingly poor performance aborted mid-set in Chicago four months prior, infuriated him. The world was already on notice as concerned unwanted incursions into his private life, as attested to by the stern signs on the front doors of both his home and studio, and the implication that he would do or become anything so cliché was to him, moreover, loathsome. So while Elliot would accept without protest comparisons to the genius version of Brian Wilson, he would do no such thing with regard to what he termed the cocaine and cheeseburgers version. He didn't used to be a genius. He was still one. Not that one can't be touched with both genius and madness, at sometimes manifesting the celebrated version of the potent substratum underlying each and at other times the maligned version. Eliot himself already had extensive personal experience with this fallacy of identity. Brought to the fore at every encore of every show he ever played in the years following the release of Either Or. 
people wanted say yes, Elliot, between the bars, Elliot. But the version of him that wrote those songs was neither fixed nor singular. So while he would graciously oblige audiences with performances of his oft-requested darkly romantic material, over time it became increasingly difficult to do so without also groaning. What about Roman Candle, Elliot? Or Good to Go, Elliot? Or Some Song, Elliot? Or whatever version of himself that was most deeply felt by himself, right then and there in the present moment. 